I gave someone retribution for tampering with my PlayStation Network account. I was very young at the time, but here's how it starts off. I had a good friend on the PlayStation Network and he was my friend for months. But one day he told me that he unlocked the Platinum Trophy for Cars 2 and that he was willing to give it to me. I accept his offer, but before I give him my details, I changed all my personal information to fake details except my email. I even changed my password. After that, I gave him my sign-in ID and password as I was stupid to believe him. At first, he didn't do anything. He told me to deactivate my PlayStation 3 system, and of how much I trusted him, I went ahead and did it. When I told him I deactivated my system, he goes on my account and activates his system on my account just to freeload digital add-ons and games off of me. I was very young at the time, so I didn't know much about deactivating and activating systems. When my system was deactivated, I realized I couldn't play any of my digital games, so I got pretty furious, but I tried to stay cool with him. So I asked him nicely to deactivate his system on my account. This is where the chaos begins. He signs back in my account while I'm sleeping, and I wake up to see he changed my login in details. I was pretty upset and cried over it. I was 11 at the time, so I didn't know how to handle things well. I didn't know what to do in order to get my account back, so I called PlayStation to get my account back and they informed me that my PlayStation account has been permanently suspended for violating the terms of use. I confronted him on my new PlayStation account. He played dumb and said, what are you on about? So I insulted him and he threatens to brute force me. I wasn't stupid to fall for his threat. After a while, I learned how to hack PlayStation accounts, so this was my chance to get him back. I had a program to find the date of birth of a PlayStation Network account, and as I had his email, I got his date of birth. When I got his date of birth, I contacted Sony to lie and say, my account has been compromised, can you please help me? I give Sony the date of birth along with the email and online ID. They handed me they handed me the account, I logged into his account on my PS4, and he was playing while I hijacked him, basically. He called Sony as well to claim his account back, but I kept contacting Sony over and over to claim the account back. After a while, Sony thought he was game sharing because his account kept getting compromised a ton because of me. So they threw a permanent ban on his account. I was extremely happy and proud of myself. It made me crack up when he wasted all that time getting those platinum trophies, but they remain null and void in his life. So am I the jerk for getting a permanent ban on his account? Man, for being 11 years old, I'm surprised he came out on top of this whole thing. Well, at least in order to get the revenge that he was trying to find. It sounds like he never got his account back, which really is a lose-lose for both people. The net outcome is that both people lose all of their digital games. And I didn't realize that Sony would just straight up ban you for something like this, which would be pretty horrible because a lot of people have their entire collection in digital form. But I'm guessing back in the PS3 era, there was probably less people that had only digital games as opposed to the physical ones. The part that I don't get why he would even be interested is that he had a platinum trophy for Cars 2 that he was willing to give to him. Can you even do that? I don't really go after trophies, but how can one person give another person a trophy? I thought the only way you could get a trophy is if you did everything yourself on your account. Or maybe what he was trying to say was that he would log into his account and give him the platinum trophy for Cars 2, the most random game to get a platinum trophy for. But let me know what you guys think. If you were in this situation, what would you do? And jerk or not a jerk. Am I the jerk for getting upset that my sister's fiance pulled me aside and patted me down at their wedding? I'm 24 years old and I'm an addict who's been in recovery for the past six months. I used and used until I was basically in poverty and my older sister helped bail me out more than once. She's my best friend and I know it hurt her a lot to see me like that. She also met her fiance two years ago and he really only knew me as the junkie brother then. He's not my biggest fan to say the least considering how much I put my sister through. Despite this, she's still in 
invited me to her wedding last week because I am her brother and she wanted me to be there. When I get to the reception, my brother-in-law is greeting people as they walk in. When I walk by, he pulls me to the side and in front of everyone starts patting me down and says that he needs to check me to make sure I didn't bring anything in. I instinctively pull away because why wouldn't I and I tell him not to touch me. He tells me to calm down and that if I want to be there, then he needs to do this. I tell him he's being ridiculous and I push past him. He stops me and tells me that he doesn't want to throw me out, but he will if he has to. I told him that he's trying to look tough, but he's just making himself look stupid. At this point, I'm getting more and more angry and I'm practically yelling in his face at this point. Bystanders came between us and separated us and told my brother-in-law to just drop it. He said he would, but that they can deal with it when I get out of hand. I just went to go find a seat after that. After the wedding, my family told me that I should have let him just do it and that I was acting like a huge jerk and that I had something to hide. I don't think he had any right to pat me down, especially in front of people, and I don't think my reaction was over the top. If anything, he was the one acting like a huge jerk by starting drama so he can look tough. My sister has refused to take any sides in this. So, am I the jerk? The brother-in-law doing this is obviously a jerk move, but weddings are kind of always an exception for a lot of things. And in this case, he probably didn't want to take any chances that something would go wrong at the wedding. And the OP probably should have just recognized that. Maybe if the brother-in-law said that, he would have realized it, but the OP was obviously offended, and rightfully so, because it's kind of implying that he's still not clean anymore and that he's going to be trying to bring something into the wedding. But given the circumstance, I think this is something that would happen given the history of the OP and knowing what his sister has been through, like he says in the post here. I still don't think the brother-in-law should have done this, but if he felt like he absolutely needed to do this for some reason, then he should have done this in private. Because from the sounds of it, this was in front of everyone to the point where bystanders came between them and separated them. So... It's almost like the brother-in-law didn't even plan to do this and just thought to do it instinctively in the moment without thinking it through and just thinking it would be normal when it's obviously not. But what would you do if you were in this situation and jerk or not a jerk? Am I the jerk for replacing myself with my twin brother at my in-law's Christmas Eve party to see if anyone noticed? I'm 31 years old and I have an identical twin brother. For a while, I've told my wife that none of her family members notice me or care about anything I do on Christmas Eve, but they insist on me attending. She told me that that's not true, that they genuinely like me and enjoy talking to me. But I know that the only times they've included me, I basically had to insert myself into conversations and it feels awkward and unnatural. So I had a wager with my wife, bring my twin brother Steve instead of me and see if anyone notices. I purposely did not prep Steve on anything. He went in completely clueless. He knew why we were doing it and it was a game and I gave him $20. As I suspected, Steve confirmed that he wasn't approached all night. Nobody could tell he wasn't me and he admitted that he even felt excluded and he could only imagine how I felt. So this morning on Christmas, I invited Steve to join. Normally, he's with my mom and dad every year as he's not married or in a relationship. They know about him, obviously, but didn't know about the switcheroo. That was when I revealed that last night I was Steve and expressed disappointment that nobody noticed and and said, this is why I stopped trying. Nobody talks to me. My wife drew the line there. She was hoping we would keep this between the two of us as a funny prank. But how can I expect her family to see what jerks they've been if I don't expose it? So, am I the jerk for replacing myself with my twin brother at my in-law's Christmas Eve party? It kind of seems like him and his wife weren't on the same page about this. She 
obviously saw this as some sort of lighthearted joke and he saw it as exposing them for the terrible people that they are. So I don't think they went into this thinking the same thoughts at all, which becomes even worse when he tries to expose them without even talking to his wife. And then it probably makes it seem like the wife was trying to expose her own family in this whole thing. It does suck that the in-laws don't include him or try to have him involved or have conversations with him for whatever reason. But it also sucks to test the people around you to see if they passed your test or not. That's definitely not going to make people like you more if that's what your goal is. And it sounds like that is his goal. He wants the in-law family to like him or appreciate him or something. So rather than talking to him about it, he's trying to embarrass them about it, which does not seem very effective here. I think also he probably has a different idea of how a family should be. He thinks that they should be more warm and welcoming and try and involve him. Whereas obviously from the way he sees it, her family, the wife's family, doesn't necessarily include people by default. It's two different ways of being. And it sounds like they don't really notice him that much at all. So it kind of uh, sounds like it's terrible on both sides. But let me know what you would do if you were in this situation and jerk or not a jerk. Am I the jerk for canceling my son's birthday party upon discovering that he ruined his stepbrother's deceased brother's hoodie? This is a complex situation, but I'll do my best to explain. I'm a 45-year-old male, and I have a biological son, Leo, who's 16 years old from my previous relationship. I married his stepmom, who is a mother of two boys, Connor, 20 years old, but now deceased, and Derek, 12 years old. I never had the pleasure to meet Connor, who tragically passed away from a motorcycle accident. Derek, the 12-year-old, was so devastated by this loss, and although it's been years, he's pretty much still grieving. I've seen tons of pictures of Connor and made efforts to get to know who he was as a way to share Derek's grief and to be there for him to lend an ear and a comforting shoulder. It's safe to say that Derek and I grew a strong bond in no time. But my son, Leo, isn't close to Derek. Understandable because not all siblings and step-siblings are the same. Leo and Derek are different in everything, which isn't a bad thing, but Leo calls himself the brutally honest type and makes insensitive comments about Derek most of the time. And they tend to be under the guise of advice. Derek never complained. So I had to step in and tell Leo to stop being insensitive towards his stepbrother, especially with everything regarding Connor and his memory. Leo would say, okay, I get it. And I won't do it again. Days ago, Leo wanted to hang out with friends and asked Derek if he wanted to join. Derek agreed and put on Connor's hoodie before going out. Leo commented, on the hoodie and called it ugly and asked him to put on something else, but Derek insisted on wearing it or not go. Leo dropped it. Hours later, Derek came home crying with his hoodie in hand. He said Leo and his friends cut it into pieces while he was in the bathroom after they convinced him to take it off. I was furious. I asked Leo and he said it was his friend's idea, then said he had to do it. Since Derek wears it everywhere and it looks old and embarrassing, I reminded him who this hoodie belonged to and he said, so what? Maybe this will help him move on in life. I told him his birthday was canceled and his friend Friends aren't welcome anymore. He pitched a fit saying his birthday was a right, not a privilege, and I can't cancel it. He had my ex criticize my decision and wanted to host his birthday party, but I refused because he's grounded, so no party anywhere. She and her family called me awful and ridiculous and asked me to think about how Leo will hate me for this, but I insisted he needed punishment for putting his stepbrother through this. So, am I the jerk for canceling my son's birthday upon discovering that he ruined his stepbrother's deceased brother's hoodie? 
He cut the hoodie into pieces? Something is seriously wrong in the mind of Leo. There's something way deeper here than just randomly cutting up a hoodie. He specifically chose this hoodie and is justifying it by saying that maybe it'll help him move on with his life. Leo, I guess, just feels nothing about this. He doesn't have any empathy at all for Derek going through this ridiculously traumatic event and then destroying one of the things that he's holding onto as a memory of his brother. And also, it's weird that Leo's mom, who I'm assuming is the ex that's being referred to here, doesn't seem to get the gravity of what this means. She still wants to have a birthday party knowing that her son took someone else's memento of their dead relative and then cut it up, and that's just normal. I mean, even if this was just a totally random person, this would be a very extreme act of cruelty, but it's his own stepbrother. Somebody that you have to physically live with. So, if you were the dad in this situation, what would you do? And is he the jerk for canceling his son's birthday for destroying the hoodie? Am I the jerk for pressing charges against my son? My son is 28 years old and was visiting us for a couple of days and was at my house alone babysitting my daughter's kid. According to my son, the other day, my four-year-old granddaughter, his niece, pulled down the TV and broke it. My son told us that he took the TV to the dump as it was shattered and useless. My daughter and son-in-law, my four-year-old granddaughter's parents, felt very bad for what happened and paid the cost of the TV that day. My husband was watching our security cameras and our son's story doesn't hold up. We never see our granddaughter breaking the TV. All that we see is our son taking away the TV that is not shattered. We asked our son about this and he said that the security camera must have cut the part that shows our granddaughter breaking the TV. Eventually, I got a call from my son's girlfriend that lives with him. She said that she knew what was going on and felt guilty. She basically told us that our son had made up the story about the TV breaking and stole it and took it to their house to watch. I filed a police report and his girlfriend let the police into their house to get us our TV back. We do plan on pressing charges against him. He stole our TV and made my daughter pay for it. That is messed up on so many levels. Am I the jerk for pressing charges? I mean, the son is obviously denying this, even though it's on the security camera footage and I assume is going to continue to deny it when they remove the TV from his house. But what will he say? I don't know. I don't know what you can really say there. Somehow I doubt he's just going to admit it and say, yeah, I lied to everyone. I stole the TV and had your daughter pay for it. It's probably going to be some other random thing. But one thing that would be good to know is, has anything like this happened before? Because it's not even a necessity of life. It's a TV, a luxury. There's a difference between stealing this and doing a cover-up for it versus I need food for the next day or else I won't survive. So this is just weird that he would do this over a television, that it sounds like he was just going to watch TV on, not like he was selling it for food or selling it for something that you would need. He just stole it just to watch on a bigger, nicer TV, it sounds like. One of the opinions said that unless violence is involved, he's extremely opposed to getting the messed up U.S. justice system involved in family matters. This could have been handled in a way that did not involve police and a permanent record. I mean, how much was the TV? Is the son now a felon who can't vote, rent property, or get a job? 
To which somebody else responded, or there are people who have lived through these experiences, tried to handle things within the family and were burned for it. Like both of my half siblings financially took advantage of my mom. Talking with her eight years down the line, had she just pressed charges when things weren't so bad, things probably would not have only turned out better for her, but for my half siblings as well. These behaviors escalate. They don't stop unless you nip it in the bud. My mom tried the whole, you aren't welcome here anymore. And you know what happened? My siblings repeatedly broke into her house, broke through the locks on her bedroom door, broke through the lock on her closet, stole her safe, and then pawned all my grandmother's jewelry. So if you were the one who found out that your own relative lied to you and stole anything from you, in this case, a big TV, what would you do? And is she the jerk or not for pressing charges against her son? 